0: As you've probably guessed, if you've listened to me talk, that I'm pretty excited about the idea of spiritual formation and have preached on it quite a bit. We've looked at such spiritual practices as meditation, Lectio Divina, imaginative reading of scripture, prayer, slowing, silence and solitude, simple living and Sabbath keeping, to name a few. And there are more to come. You may have been wondering why I think it's so important and what it's all about. A spiritual practice puts you in the place to partner with the Holy Spirit to have a deeper and more intimate relationship with Jesus. It gives the Holy Spirit space to brood over our souls and bring us into unique communion with God. Richard Hauser says, The goal of Christian spirituality is to recognize and respond to the continual inner movements of the Spirit. For the Spirit will always lead us towards greater union with Christ and greater love and service of God and others. These spiritual practices are all about the Holy Spirit living in us and moving in our lives. So I thought it would be fun this morning to look at the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts and see how the Spirit moved in the lives of the disciples and those first believers in the early church. Can you guess how many times the Holy Spirit is mentioned in the book of Acts? 55 times, 56 if you're reading the American Standard Version. The Holy Spirit didn't just come on the believers at Pentecost, but came in them to abide or make his home in them. That same Holy Spirit lives in us today. We receive the Holy Spirit when we first believe. In the book of Acts, The fellowship of the believers in the early church was the result of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. He appeared when they were together in prayer and the place where they were meeting pulsated under the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. I wonder if we devoted ourselves to prayer, as did those early disciples, that we would have more power and more of the Lord in our lives. Only a handful of our church ever come to the prayer meetings, so all we ever see is a spark. If the whole church turned up and prayer was a priority, we could set the place ablaze. I know you all pray, but there is power when we come together to pray. That's why we pray together every Sunday. And we see how effective that is when we see the decline of knife crime in our borough. Just saying. The Holy Spirit is the shaping force of our Christian community. Without the Holy Spirit, we are simply a powerless bunch of people gathered around a collective belief, gathering information on Sundays To shore up that belief. Acts 17 and verse 28 says. For in him we live and move and have our being. God lives and moves in us by the power of his Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit and full of the Holy Spirit. Are Luke's favorite ways in Acts to describe the believer's involvement with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one making the personal presence of the Lord real to the disciples. As Stephen was being stoned to death in Acts chapter 7 and verse 55, it says, But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. To be filled with the Spirit recognizes a yieldedness on the part of the disciples to the purpose of Jesus and especially to their availability to the Holy Spirit as his instruments for carrying out Jesus' mission on earth, the evangelism of all mankind. Can you move into your breakout groups now to discuss these two questions? One, have you ever felt the personal presence of the Lord or had an experience of the presence of the Holy Spirit moving in you? Can you share this? Two, how has the Holy Spirit helped you to share the gospel or what has it been like when you've tried to share it in your own strength. In the book of Acts, Christ himself continues to work through the lives of his disciples. Thus, when the apostles are recorded in the book of Acts, performing miracles, which are an outworking of the Spirit's power, the acts are attributed to the name of Jesus. In Acts 3 verse 6, When Peter and John meet the crippled beggar at the gate beautiful, Peter says, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Peter did not do this in his own strength. In verse 12 he says, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us? as if by our own power and godliness we had made this man walk. When Peter and John were brought before the Sanhedrin the following morning, they were asked, By what power or name did you do this? Acts 4, verses 8 to 10 Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, If we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This same Holy Spirit is present in us and is the means by which Jesus continues to do his work in the world the more we allow ourselves to be formed by the Spirit, what we describe as spiritual formation, the more we will be able to do Christ's work because we will have learnt to be intimate with him and know his will and his ways. When Peter addressed the crowds on the day of Pentecost, he promised they would receive the gift of the Holy Spirit if they repented and were baptized six times in acts. The spirit's ministry is described as a gift and six times the Holy Spirit is being spoken of as being received. We too receive the gift of the Holy Spirit when we believe repent and are baptized, but in this upside down kingdom, the gift is not for us to keep. But to give away. We are chosen and called to go out and bear fruit. What fruit? The fruit of the Holy Spirit, beautifully described in Galatians 5, 22. Who can you show love to? Who can you bless so they receive joy? What can you do to bring peace in your situation, especially now in view of the different responses to Black Lives Matter, which has stirred up so much unrest? Where are you behaving with impatience? Can you show kindness to someone today? What about goodness? Do people who know you think you're a good person? Have you a gentle spirit, bringing comfort to those who are struggling? Or are you harsh and judgmental? Does your faith shine as a beacon in this dark world, so others are drawn to your light? And finally... How well do you practice self control? Can we go back into our breakout rooms now and talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit as described in Galatians 5 22? Can you share which gift you operate more easily in and which gift you find the most difficult to live out? Perhaps you'd have time to pray for each other if there is a gift you would really like to receive more of. All service to God is ultimately dependent on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The seven men chosen to serve in the Jerusalem church were men known to be full of the Spirit. Some were sent to other places to serve. Philip went down to Samaria, where he proclaimed Christ and performed many miracles, bringing great joy to the city. Later the Holy Spirit sent him out to meet an Ethiopian in the desert and explain the scriptures to him. Ananias prayed for Saul, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit and began his ministry. Barnabas was sent to Antioch because he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit. And Barnabas and Saul were sent on their way by the Holy Spirit to Cyprus to proclaim proclaim the word of God. We serve best in the place we are led to by the Holy Spirit. It's interesting to note how the Holy Spirit guided the missionaries, opening and closing doors as they journeyed. When they tried to enter Bithynia, the Spirit of Jesus would not let them pass. When we are attentive to the Holy Spirit living in us, he will lead us where to serve and also to accept that no is sometimes an answer. Perhaps you could think now where the Holy Spirit is leading you to serve. Carol Wimber at the NLC in January spoke prophetically to us to take our place. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you where that place is for you in this season. Another emphasis of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts is the recognition of the universality of the gospel. What does this mean? It means the good news is for everyone, and everyone needs to hear it. The Jews had seen their religion as exclusive to them, but Peter's sermon at Pentecost Blew that idea right out of the water. Listening to him were people from Parthia, Media, Elam, Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, parts of Libya near Cyrene, Rome, Crete and Arabia. That was pretty inclusive, wouldn't you say? Philip was sent to Samaria by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Jews weren't supposed to associate with Samaritans. But Philip bust that prejudice. He shouldn't have spoken to the Ethiopian eunuch either, because not only was he a foreigner, but he would have been rejected by the Jews because of his mutilation. It was the Holy Spirit that led Peter to meet with Cornelius, and the Gentiles received the good news. When the Holy Spirit came upon them and they were baptized. Christ really did come for everyone. And Revelation tells us heaven will be full of worshippers from every nation, tribe, people and language. Lastly, it is the Holy Spirit's function to reveal God's truth and will. Six times in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit is said to be the one who speaks the truth of God. The Holy Spirit spoke to Peter and told him to go to the house of Cornelius. The Holy Spirit spoke to the church at Antioch and told them to set aside Saul and Barnabas for ministry. The Holy Spirit is still the spirit of truth today and will guide us in all truth. What a blessing to see how the Holy Spirit appeared in the book of Acts, guiding and leading the people into all God had prepared for them. They were not left as orphans when Jesus left them, his earthly mission accomplished, and we are not left to muddle through life either. The Holy Spirit is with us now, the Counselor, the one who will teach us all things and remind us of all Jesus taught. From the book of Acts to today, the Holy Spirit is with us. That spirit is forming us into the image of Christ and that is called spiritual formation.